Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Cause baby, it's you. Baby, it's you. We're doing a podcast. Yep. Why are we doing a podcast? Because we're doing IVF. What? Yep. I don't understand. Wait, who are you? Your husband. Matt Myra. Yeah, hi, I'm Matt Myra. Uh, my wife uh, is here. That's so, me. That Dory Shafrir. Dory Shafrir. I mean, I didn't know that we're supposed to introduce each other. It's weird. Because I know who's here. Oh, well, Okay. Great job, honey. Uh, so this is our first podcast together. You've made some guest appearances on Phoebe. I have. Inadvertent guest appearances. Yeah. Well, you'd be walking through the house and Mosher and I would be recording and we figured, why not? Scott and I love talking to people that aren't us. Yeah. It was usually, I usually had to arbitrate some dispute. Scott and I argue a lot, <laughs> mostly over things like, do you sleep naked or shampoo first in the shower? It's Wait, people don't shampoo first? 
Uh, you know, I don't know that we've had that conversation. How could you not shampoo first? Actually, that I doesn't do even make sense. I shampoo last. What? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to go. Welcome to the deterioration of a marriage. It's like an episode of House Hunters. Wait, which one? International? Uh, I feel like they're all going to end in divorce. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Tiny uh, house first, though. No tiny houses. Thank you. No, but tiny house hunter divorces will happen first. Oh, yeah. Close quarters. Yeah. But they're not arguing over kitchen tile patterns. So that maybe that's a stress-free environment. But they are arguing over composting toilets. That's very which true. Which is a very high-stress environment. Yeah, I would understand. Yeah, I wouldn't. Believe me. We only are still married because we have two toilets. That's true. That both flush. Yeah. Into the and Los on, Angeles sewage and system. And are on opposite ends of the house. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Anyway, so we're doing this podcast. Yep. Uh, we decided to call it Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, which I can't even say with a straight face. E-G-G. E-G-G. Excellent. It's going to be so searchable. Super searchable. I bet, you know, but put in our names. There's how many Matt and, well, there's a lot of Matts. But there's not too many Dory's. There's not too many Dory's with two E's. Someone tweeted at me the other day. Yep. Oh, you're that Dory? Yeah. Meaning oh, like he had been He had been following me. I think he just started following me for some You were the Dory Shafir. That I was your wife. Maybe he just didn't know you were you. No, he it was that he Maybe didn't Maybe it was know, nothing to do with No, that. it did because he ad, he I mean, ad replied to you too. You're very, you know, you you got your own thing going on. So it could have been just that he was like, "Oh my god, this is the no, Dory Shafir who's writing okay, startup I, available right now to pre-order on Amazon. It's Dory's novel. Everyone get it." Thanks, honey. Plug. Um, Welcome to podcast. <laughs> Watch the Goldbergs at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays on ABC. Plug. You have to say plug after you say it. it's just FCC rules. Oh, okay. You don't want to get into trouble like Kim Kardashian tweeting Instagram. Can ads. I just say? Can I just say hashtag ad? Hashtag ad. Yes, you can. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so we buy are, my novel. Hashtag buy, ad. Yes, please buy her novel. Please buy her novel. IVF's very expensive, as it we'll is. get into. Very expensive. Uh, where do we start? I mean, I guess we can start at the beginning. Uh, the Like when we met on Tinder the beginning? No, not that beginning. No. Um, but more like we got married last October. We sure did. Beautiful ceremony. It was... The Venetian really took care of us. Bouchon really took care of Bouchon us. Bouchon really took care of I us. Would the like Venetian just happened to be there. The Venetian was fine. They... Listen, I am platinum status there because I smartly charged our entire wedding to the room that was really smart it was kind of incredible i just will never forget that the photographer was wearing the wrong name tag what do you mean yes our wedding photographer was wearing a name tag of a different person and so when i greeted her by the name that was on her name tag she was like oh oh i'm not tanya oh she was just having a fun fun, she was a fun gal just having fun out on the town in Las Vegas. I think she just lost her name. To we have great wedding photos. If anyway. you'd like to come over and see any, we have a beautiful album. Um, that's true. So we got married, and when we got married, I was 38. Yep. So Same number as Kurt Schilling, a renowned lunatic, and Boston Red Sox pitcher. So we were like, all right, if we're going to have kids, we kind of got to get this show on the road. Yeah. Well, we, we tried before the wedding, too, because we had of. had a discussion of like, oh, if you're pregnant for the wedding, what about the drinking? Oh, fun? yeah. Because I was like, we're going to rip, roar and get drunk. We don't. 
we I don't even We did rip and roar though. We had a great time, but we don't drink very much. We don't drink very much. It's kind of a problem. Is it a problem? No. I don't know. It's not a problem. We should drink more. Um yeah, so we've like sort of been trying, not like I wouldn't say we were aggressively trying. Aggro. Oh, we should put a disclaimer on this uh podcast. How? What do you mean? I mean, we're gonna be saying things like vagina. Yeah, we should let people trigger warning. We're gonna say vagina. And yeah, and probably penis too i don't think we're gonna say that okay um yeah so so if you're listening to this with your children this could be a great opportunity for some sex ed yep um but otherwise fyi so i repeatedly tried to put my penis in my wife's vagina to make a baby you just said penis my my tinkle top (laughs) my wee wee my doodad please stop my twig (laughs) my schlong dong (laughs) ding dong Slam a lamb a ding dong into her hoo ha or vagina. That's how you make babies. Um, yeah. So. And it wasn't we working. Were like, and hey, I was, I'm ovulating. And I was like, yeah. let's well, get to work. I should also preface that by saying, like, you know, I, 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 knew, how, I knew how babies were made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I had, like, ever truly thought about the fact that there's really only a there's a small window where you're most likely to get pregnant, like yes. a very small window. Yeah. And so I was doing like ovulation tracking and, uh, you know, making sure I knew when I was going to be ovulating and that was when we would have to have sex. And it was like very like, okay, now's the time. Uh, methodical. It was methodical. Yeah. Yeah. Just not to say it wasn't great, but it was, oh. it was planned. It's getting weird. Sorry. I'm Catholic. Um, so, but nothing happened. Right. We did not. I did not get pregnant. But but I told you from the get go, I bet you're not going to get pregnant because I think I have a terribly low sperm count. Now, can we unpack that a little bit? What do you, how, uh, there are many ways to unpack that. Well, which way would you like to You connect? did say that. I, I remember did. you saying that. Hello. I said that. And what, there's a fun thing you'll learn about Matt Myra. He's right a lot. He's, I'm like an oracle or a soothsayer. You're also wrong sometimes. Sometimes. And when you're wrong, you're wrong. When I'm wrong, I'm like soup's wrong. Yeah. But when I'm right, I'm like, oh boy, is something going on out here. What are you looking at? I'm looking at our dog. We're outside in the back. And our dog is Casa de Myra. running around, sniffing, looking for something to chase. Anyway. That's what dogs do. So, but I was like, well, I'm kind of old and I've never been pregnant. So, yeah. And I had never gotten anyone pregnant. Right. So we were both but like. But I was just like, come on. The chances that I haven't gotten anybody pregnant this far into my life, I guarantee you I have a low sperm count. Yeah. Unpack it. Go ahead. What do you want to know? I mean, I'm just wondering like. What percentage of men have gotten someone pregnant by mistake? It's a great question. And, I, you know, some men don't know because the women right. go on their own and take care of it. Right. It's their bodies, guys. Right. Pro-choice. This is a pro-choice podcast. Yeah. This is a pro-choice podcast. You do what you want to your body. Hashtag ad. Hashtag ad. Um, we support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Actually, if Planned Parenthood wants to sponsor this podcast, please oh, please email us. Give us a call. Yes. We don't have an email address. 
Oh, you know what we should do is dust off the wedding email. Yes, dorianmatt at gmail.com. Boom. Then should we call this Dorian Matt's excellent adventure and flip the name? Oh, maybe we should. You guys heard the naming of this podcast just because we made our wedding email. Dorian Matt. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. So, you know, if you're a fan, email us. If you want to sponsor us, okay. email us. Get at us. Particularly if you want to sponsor us. Yeah. If you're a fan, cool it. There's boundaries. Um, That's next door's air conditioner. You can't hear it. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we weren't getting pregnant. Correct. And my OB, Not to my knowledge. My OBGYN Obgen. had said, if you're not pregnant in with six months of trying, let's try the should, story again. You should get tested. What if, okay. Let's make give give your OBGYN more sass. She's not particularly sassy, although yeah. the last time I saw her, I had the first appointment of the day. It was 7.30 in the morning, which is early. That's very early. And we got to talking about early appointments, and she was like, oh, well, I came from, I came from Brentwood. I came from working out in Brentwood. I live in the Palisades. And I was like, lady, what time do you wake up? That's out of control. It's, she's she a real must wake up at 4 a.m. She's a real go-getter. She's still married. Yeah, she has kids. Good for her. Yeah. Must be nice. Um, so she was like, don't wait. Usually you, you're supposed to wait a year. One year. One year of trying. calendar months. Before you are considered. 365 days. Like fertility challenged. 525,600 minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan Larson. <laughs> May you rest in R.I.P. peace. Um, Hashtag ad. Go see Rent. (laughs) Or Rent It. Rent, Rent. Rent. God. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Not even looking at you. Matt hates when I make bad jokes. Don't hate it. Just sad I didn't think of it first. Ooh. It's very sweet. Yeah. But because I was older, Mm -hmm. she said, you know, you don't have, you don't have time to waste so after six months, you should get tested and your husband should get tested too. Tested. 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 Tests are important here, guys. We're going to learn about a lot of tests. And that, so like the day of six months. <laughs> yeah. I You were fed said, up. You're a go-getter. I'm a, I'm a planner. Ugh, such a planner. Which Tells drives me Matt crazy. I did not remember. Correct. Um, I said to Matt, we need to find you a urologist. Mm, that's true. I remember that. To get tested. Yeah. Because that, that's who does the man tests. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about going to the urologist? Uh, I made a doctor's appointment. Might have been my first doctor's appointment in uh, four or five years. I don't like I to go to the doctor. Like longer. No, it wasn't that long because I had bad back problems. Oh, and, I went to the oh, and also for don't that. forget the time we went to urgent care. Didn't see a doctor, did we? No. Oh. Nope. We did. She was a nurse practitioner. Oh. I like, right. There's a hierarchy. You have to learn That's it. true. More than an RN, but less than a doctor. Mm. Okay. You could have come back and seen a doctor, but you didn't. Rest in peace. Hashtag Ed. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I had to find a urologist. So, naturally, we Googled it, as you do with things. And we got a nice hit on Cedar sinai Medical Center. I think I was also under the impression that he took your insurance, but... Turns out he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> really fun thing to 
remember and realize and just see in black and white and sometimes red when I forget to pay. Um, yeah, so I got a doctor, Dr. Kim, over at uh, Cedars, and we went through a fun battery of tests. Well, first I sat with him and I was like, listen, doc, here's the deal. I know what's doing. Well, actually, I'm skipping a step. The first step was, okay, your appointment's on this day. Now you have to go get a semen analysis. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That was a whole thing. Was it? Yeah, because remember there was like the order or something? Yeah, I don't you know. You had to like they bring had, I had to like get an order from a doctor and then bring the order over to the collection facility, et cetera, et cetera. Which is just, I think, indicative of like... It seems like everything with this is more complicated than it needs to be. It's always, you think you have it in two steps and it's actually six steps. Oh, remember you couldn't find the email. Oh, yeah. You don't <laughs> need to know that. That's not interesting to anybody. But it was just so weird. The, it was an like, email had disappeared. But there was, was like my confirmation. That, like, the, we needed the order that email. And I needed email. the order to go do the thing. So anyway, I go to Cedars. I, I, I do my business. So I'd be happy in a later episode to talk about what I think of all jerk-off rooms. Uh, they're all terrible and could be helped. And one episode, maybe, we'll redecorate one together. Um, so, you know, I go and do my thing. And then uh, I go home. No, I think I went back to work. I was working, at the time, I was working on Fameless. Because I remember that oh, yeah. I got that I got the call in that writers' room, um, and I was very open about it to everybody in the writers' room. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the stigma is. I don't understand it. I don't care. It's like so my 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 balls don't work. My dick works fine, fellas. My balls are not putting out what they need to. I mean, they work. Yeah, like stuff comes out. Yeah, no, it, it all works. So anyway. I'm thinking to myself, and I know I have a low sperm count. And the reason I think I thought this is because I've been overweight for my entire life, and I feel like it's just a hotter oven down there, you know? It's on the outside of the body to keep it at a different temperature than your internal temperature. But on a, on a, on a let's say, uh, obese man, on a, on a big old fatty, on a dump truck of a human. I don't like a, this negative self-talk. It's not negative... <laughs> Uh, so, it, you know, I was, I've been overweight for a long time, peaking at 460 pounds in the year 2003. Uh, so I assumed that I had just baked my balls into Have into there ever been any studies? No, about... because there's too many other environmental factors. No, I'm not even talking about down. that. I'm just talking about strictly the temperature of the ball area of obese people versus non-obese people. Just think about it. I'm thinking about it. It's like one is cozy and one's out in the open. Right. That think of it's like a blanket hmm. of flesh. Disgusting. Wow, that's a really nasty image. <laughs> yep, Thanks. sure was. Okay. Uh, love you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? 
maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought it was going to be low. And I get the phone call in the writer's room. I go, oh, that's my results. <laughs> and then I go and take the phone call downstairs. And I remember the doctor telling me hey so we got your results and your count is a million and i was just thrilled i was like this is great a million probably pretty good a million of anything it's a lot of things it's a lot so uh he then follows that up with uh yeah so normal is between 80 and 120 million (laughs) sorry i shouldn't laugh you should laugh it up (laughs) So I was like, oh, boy, that's real low. He's like, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk more about the results. I'd like to get another test before I actually see you. So we have a baseline. I was like, okay. So I did another test, and I don't think it improved at all. Met with the well, doctor. Well, you abstained for longer yeah, before yeah, that yeah. test. Yeah, so the count. There was the more. Volume was the volume more, was but more. But the count was not. That's the other thing for anyone who's not done these before you have to abstain for 
three to f- some people say three days. Some people say four days. Our our IVF clinic said three days. Yeah. I was like five. I'm gonna do five. I was like that's too much. I was like okay. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I went to the urologist. Got poked and prodded. He's like, I first of all, my favorite thing I did there was uh, he pulls out a ring of balls <laughs> like a whole like a like a ring of di- <laughs> like it looked like a teething ring with different sized tes- testicles on them where do you think you order that from i think you order from a medical supply catalog i don't think it's a problem should, we can get one should if we, we want. get one yeah sure so what's fun was like uh, i can probably save you the trouble doc <laughs> he's like which one do you think it is and i was like uh, i think it's this one he goes, okay. What is the point of this, To though? see how big my balls are. Does that matter? If they're misshapen, if they're small, oh. if they're too big. There's a lot that's going on. So they had to check to see if I had any uh, varicosity, varicose veins, which I did. I did. That requires surgery, which we'll have to do at some point, but whatever. We discussed the options. One of the options was, oh, we could do some surgery. Oh, by the way, I nailed my ball size. 100%. Good job, Fun. honey. What did I say earlier? Always right. I'm really um, proud of you. So I uh, went over the things that we could do. So he's like, oh, you could uh, eat walnuts, blah, blah, blah. Like it was a lot of, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of weird stuff. And, and one of the things was like surgery. And I was like, well, what what's the surgery going to do for me? He's like, well, even if we get you a hundred percent increase in your sperm, it's still too little. And I was like, okay, is that what about ex- is expected for, uh, the surgery? He's like, yeah, I was like, okay, so we should probably skip it. Um, we're going to do IVF anyway. And that was it. Then we went back to Dory's doctor. Yeah. Bless, Bless me. you. Um, and so while this was going on, I was getting various tests done as well mm-hmm. to test. Hey, buddy. If we ever say, hey, buddy, randomly, it's our dog. Uh, our dog, Like Bo. progesterone levels. And like they're basically just testing to see if you're ovulating normally, if like everything seems okay in there. And they were like, you look great. Everything looks great. My wife has the uterus of a 30-year-old. I, I won't go that far. It's pretty tight, you guys. Ew. Your uterus. Your <laughs> vagina, on the other hand, is a whole other story. Okay, we're going to... What? Edit, we're going to edit that out. Why? That was a fun line. Um, anyway. I'm not editing anything out. We're going, we're going long. People know that your vagina is tight as a drum, honey. Oh, thanks, babe. You're welcome. Wait, what kind of drum? Snare drum. Okay. Um, Not like a floor tom. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, Is a Tiffany drum tighter than a snare drum? If you know the answer, please email us at DorianMatt.com. Gmail? <laughs> DorianMatt at gmail.com? At gmail.com. I don't know email anymore. Um, Hashtag ad. So, yeah, they basically told me everything was fine. I had to do, but I had to do like all these crazy tests. Like I had to do one where they shoot ink into your fallopian tubes. Ink in the stank? Yeah. Something like that. I don't that. understand anatomy. I yeah. Assume your fallopian tube is your You anus. like lie on this table and they take x-rays of you and then they shoot ink into your fallopian tubes and then they x-ray you while the ink is in your fallopian tubes because they need to like make sure that your fallopian tubes are open because 
one of the causes of infertility is people who have like blocked fallopian tubes. Right, eggs can't drop out. Exactly. Say I'm next. So they shoot this ink through and to to see if the ink goes through and then they know that your tubes are open. Mm-hmm. So they were like, your tubes are open? And I was like, I, I, like, I could have told you all this. You could have told them that your tubes were open? I like, I just, you, you just know, had a feeling well, about my, your tubes? You know, my ovulation is super regular yeah on the reg on the reg and like i just was like i feel like everything's fine in there but you know what do your test that i have to pay out of pocket for yeah okay why not um so Can't wait to talk about my 989 dollar fucking aids test oh god that was so annoying anyway um so everything checked out and then we found California Fertility Partners, which is where we're... No, not everything checked out. You had a cyst. Oh, yeah. I had a, no, I had a polyp. You had, you had a polyp. We had to go to surgery. Yes. Dory had to go to surgery. She I forgot. I forgot that part. She forgot. Yeah. So on one of the ultrasounds... Not an easy road. They were like, there's a, there's a polyp on your uterus. Kevin Polyp? There's that was a pretty good joke. Kevin Polyp. On, that's like a garbage pail kid. Kevin oh. Polyp. <laughs> and he would just be a big polyp. Kevin. <laughs> if you're listening, why? <laughs> Follow up. Let's make this character. Um, it, and it was like, what did they say? It was like three millimeters big or something. Was it millimeters? Yes. Yes. Had to have been, right? Was, Centimeters would be enormous. No. Yeah. It was definitely millimeters. It was like. Basically invisible small, to the naked eye. Yeah, but it was just on the edge of the of the wall, and they wanted to make sure that nothing gets caught in there. Right. So, it's, so it was in the endometrial lining. Yeah. And then because it was in the endometrial lining, you had they they could only do the surgery right after you had your period because right they had to do it before you or after you ovulated no, before. Before I don't know. There was blood involved. I I feel like it was right after my period. It was something about they had to do it when there was no endometrial, when the lining hadn't built up. Yeah. um, So that they would be able to see it and get Mm -hmm. it out. Now, we could have done it at the first doctor we went to. Dr. Pokey Pants? At USC. Yep. Who I thought was fabulous. Who Matt liked. Because she laughed at my jokes. I did not like the way she inserted a catheter. She really was poking around into my vagina. Yep. To super tight, so hard to to put a camera in to see the polyp. It took her approximately five tries. It really—that's not even exaggeration. That's very true. Matt was in the room. I was—I was holding her hand as she was poking, and I was like staring at the ceiling, like, "Aren't you a fucking professional?" Yeah. That's the thing about professionals. So, Some are good at their jobs. Yeah. So that left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. She also was like, I could do the surgery for you tomorrow. It would be $5,000. And I was like, um. I was just like, what? You That's know what? two guitars. I'm going to see if my insurance covers this and maybe find someone who takes my insurance. Right. Uh, Smart move, everybody. Always look for another doctor that might take your insurance. She didn't really love that comment I made. What comment? That I wanted to find a doctor who took my insurance. Yeah. Why did she not love that? Because she wanted the $5,000. Oh, right. I forgot about the dollar signs in her eyes. Duh. She, yeah. Anyway, so 
But I will say, it took me a little while to find a doctor. It did. It took us a little while, and we finally ended up at uh, UCLA, UCLA Medical Center. UCLA, with Dr. Parvatanini. Which, 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 I have to say, having been, having had surgery myself, having been in a hospital many times, because my mother worked in a hospital as I was growing up. She was an RN. Uh, we spent a lot of time at the hospital, not out of sickness, but out of just having to be there. Um, it was the smoothest operation I've ever seen in my life. I, I've had surgery at Mass General Hospital, one of the best hospitals in the world. If not the best. It's usually like ranked one, right? Yeah. Um, I've had surgery, major surgery there, and th- this this place with this surgery it was fucking clockwork. They I, were great. They were great. They The billing got messed up later, but the actual hospital experience was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. They were very kind, the nurses. They were. They were very, they were all, everyone. The doctor was great. He yeah, was I really liked the doctor. Fantastic. The nurses were awesome. They were oh, yeah, fantastic. the nurses were just so nice. Got a soft spot for nurses. My mom's a nurse. How soft? Not that soft. Okay. My mother was a nurse. It's a motherly thing. Got it. Weird. Um, and also, UCLA took my insurance, so that, thanks, UCLA. Yeah, that made everyone immediately much, much nicer. To me. Like, in my mind, they were much yeah. nicer. Um, so we had to do that. And mm-hmm. then after that, we had to wait another month, I think, because they wanted to, like, make sure everything was fine after the polyp was removed. That's 30 days. It was just like, every, I, I just feel like with this whole process, one of the things that I personally find is so frustrating as someone who likes to be in control of her life mm-hmm. is you're just not in control of your life. It's like every every time you turn around, it's like, oh, actually, you have to get that polyp removed. And you can only do it on these specific days of your period cycle. Mm-hmm. And then once we even do it, you have to wait another month. It's and- a lot. So at this point, I'm feeling terrible because I know that it was me that made us have to be here in all these situations. I was like, oh, it's because of my sperm count. Sorry. Sorry about that. So, you know. It, it's a it's it's a thing but you know what i feel i'm happy it's my fault though because then you'd probably feel worse about yourself if it was your fault i would probably not be doing this podcast you'd feel guilty oh which, i see how it is which would be well i think i would have more not shame exactly but i feel like yeah, you shouldn't feel any shame no i Sometimes know but bodies aren't spitting out babies but i one of the things that I like appreciated so much was how open you were about it all. Wow, wow. Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. I feel like people... I do podcasts for a living. Well, I think I people, are, people are sensitive about this stuff and they don't want to talk about it. And so they, they go into like secret internet forums and talk about it there, but they don't talk about it in public. Yeah, it is interesting. As I've talked about it more and more, I get people coming out of the woodwork. Yes. People I know, friends of mine that I know very well that, that are telling me, oh, by the way, I've done IVF four times. Right. Uh, you know, we don't have a kid yet or, you know, those kids you enjoy, uh, they're all products of a Petri dish. Right. It's fascinating. And same with me. And like, you'd think... I don't know. I guess you just assume women would be more open about it, but I don't know why I assume that because Well, you just said why they wouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. I did just say that. You would feel the sh- you should But I started talking about it publicly on Twitter and in my newsletter, and every time I talk about it a different a new different person emails me or texts me yeah. and is like, "Hey, I did IVF if you ever want to talk about it or, you know, and it's 
I really appreciate that. I do too. Um, and, and, but it also like makes me a little sad that like the, they're not talking about it openly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, do you want to have a secret meeting where we can talk about yeah, it? Yeah. 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 I'll wear a trench coat. Right. And like, whatever, you don't have to talk about it openly, but I just, I, I think you're right. Like it, it, for some reason it has taken on this like aura of shame and it shouldn't. Yeah. Fellas. Don't be ashamed. Ladies, don't worry about it. You know, these things happen. I know. I just, I, people just get so much anxiety about it. And I understand why. It's a very anxiety. And to the, you know, my wife once complained on Twitter about how the expense of uh, IVF. A couple of people said it's an elective process. And I just replied to them, I did not elect to have a low sperm count. Go fuck yourself, you dumb shit. I didn't say the last part. But I wanted to. Oh, <laughs> thanks, babe. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah. So that, yeah, that being said, we've, we've had to, we've gone through a cycle right. of IVF already. Today is day one of cycle deuce. Well, today is actually day two. Today is day two of Cycle Deuce. Because they start counting on the first day of your period. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you call them on, you call your clinic on the first day of your period. This is how we do it in California. Yeah, I should California also, I should also preface. I've talked to a lot of people and it's very different yes, in a lot of I, places. I, I should say that um, the protocols for at different clinics are, are very different. And some clinics like have you on birth control for like, yeah, that's what the first gal was going to do. Yeah. Which I don't love. I don't want to like pump more hormones into my body. I'm yeah. already shooting up with a ton yeah. of hormones. Yeah. And then I think she was more of like, let's take a shotgun to this instead of a sniper rifle. Yes. Because, Oh my God. She remember she put in 900 eggs. She was like, well, embryos, 900. And she was going to put in every embryo we got. She was like, let's fucking shove them all in. Well, She was like, well, because of your age, she took out some chart that looked like it was 10 years old. She made up a chart. And she was like, well, I'd, I might want to put in like three embryos. And I was like, what? That's how triplets happen. <laughs> like, are you insane, lady? No, we're yeah. not putting in three embryos. And then she got kind of like peeved when I said I would probably only want to put in one embryo. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that reaction either. Yeah, she had a lot of reactions. That and that was before of. she started poking you. Yes. Yep. So I was already kind of predisposed. Anyway, um, I don't know how far how far do we want to go on this initial the podcast? First episode. We should talk about the. I mean, we can talk about the first cycle. I mean, we can also save that for next week. Yeah, it's it's like a cliffhanger. I know, guys. We're leaving you with a cliffhanger. Like I, I don't think we need to tell people right away how our first cycle went. That's very true. Although, if you've listened to a podcast I've done, a very small podcast, I have already said it. But if you're a new listener to either myself or dory welcome and we're gonna open the, we're like we're gonna take questions yep. and try to get answers i think 
Actually, I'm 95% sure we can probably get our IVF doctor onto this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll probably have to wheel it over to his place, but we I'm can into do that. it. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, he is the leading gay fertility specialist in the world. Is, absolutely. He is, uh, he's a guy, you know, he's, he's a, been, he's been helping gay couples get babies for like 20 years. That's true. He is, that does make him leading. I mean, that's what his Twitter bio says. Well, we're just going by anybody's Twitter bio. That's true. Um, my Twitter bio says I almost made Eagle Scout, which is true. That is true. Almost did it, but I didn't finish it. Did we'll you feel that. bad at that wedding we were at the other week? Uh, where the group was an Eagle Scout yeah. and it was mentioned? Yes. I did feel bad. Because it was also mentioned at my wedding that I did not make Eagle Aww. Scout. Thanks, Dad. Sorry, honey. Yeah. Ugh. I, you know, a lot of things just stick with you forever. <laughs> this is one of them. That's why if we have a son, he's going to be an Eagle Scout. I'm going to force him to be an Eagle Scout. Oh, okay. Wait, am I repeating my father's history? Oh, God. Oh, yep, you are. No. This is how it starts. This is how it do it. Um, yeah, so if you, feedback. We welcome feedback. You can tweet at us at Dory Shafrir. No, at Dory. Oh, she used to be Dory Shafrir. And then, guess what? Other Dory was like, I relinquish this name. I think. Or yeah. you just bully it out of her. Um, I think someone at BuzzFeed bullied it out of her. That's kind of rude. But she was never using it. That's true. And she had at Dory. Yeah. Now I have at Dory. At Dory. D-O-R-E-E. Yeah. You can tweet at me and you can tweet it at Matt Myra. M-A-T-T-M-I-R-A. Uh, email us at DoryandMatt at gmail.com. Uh, and then besides that. Maybe we'll set up a call in at some point. Oh, that would be good. You know, it was a nice podcast I listened to, a husband and wife podcast called uh, The Fret Files, which is all about guitar repair. Yeah, you made me listen to it once in the car. She hated it. It was she not my no cup of tea. no interest in it whatsoever, but I love the podcast. So if that's our model for husband and wife podcast. No, I'm just saying they take calls. They have a yeah. voicemail line and well, they take calls. You know who else takes calls? Who does? America's Test Kitchen. ATK Radio, baby. Christopher Kimball. May you rest in peace. He's not dead. To me, he is. Oh, God. He's left ATK. <laughs> does he still do the radio show? I think he does. We haven't listened in a while. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think I think we will look into setting up a voicemail box. Yeah. Take this some is a, calls. a shorter podcast. I, I feel like we're going to like approach an hour every week. This yeah. is our first like soiree. And if there's stuff that foray? you guys... Soiree into no. foraying. Uh, foraying foray into, into, soiree? into a soiree. There we go. A uh, segue? Nope. Um, Don't come at me with your English degrees. I'm over here as an unprofessional writer. <laughs> um, if you have ideas of stuff that you guys want us to cover, yeah, if you talk want, about. And, and if you want... Uh, I think we're going to we're gonna have some guests on here. Yep. Uh friend of ours that i work with uh has already asked on twitter to be a guest i've said of course uh you know and i know some very funny people who've done some very funny ivf and uh it'll be fun it'll be a hoot so this will you know we'll see how long this goes we might keep doing this until our child goes to college or becomes eagle scout oh that'll be the day we're gonna do this until my child becomes an eagle scout okay i'll see what kind of rule i can break to make that happen soon Sounds good. Okay. All right. For Dory and Matt's excellent adventure, only because we have the email address dorianmatt at gmail.com. We could probably also get Matt and Dory if you oh, wanted to. we have to fucking figure that out. 
I suppose we could do that. Do yeah. you, what, which name do you want? We talked about this for the wedding hashtag. Like, what, what sounded better? I think we decided Dory and Matt. Yeah. Because that ends with a hard T, you know? Yeah. But Matt and Dory. <laughs> See? All right. We'll, we'll, we'll take this offline. But, yes. So, for now, you can email us at DoryandMatt at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, tweet at us. All that fun stuff. If you're going through IVF, uh, just know there's other people out here, too. And uh, we don't have a baby yet. And... Uh, we hope to at some point and uh, if you don't have a baby yet we also hope that you have one at some point unless you don't want one and you're still going through IVF in which I would say have a conversation yeah maybe get professional help okay okay good night everybody bye say goodbye Bo nope he doesn't care that's our dog the best dog ever maybe baby you